Welcome to The Quality Horizon, a podcast produced by the IAQG for the IAQG. Greetings, everyone, and welcome. I'm your host, Susan Matson, and with me today is Fortunato Nino Giardina. Nino is the Quality Executive Director of Leonardo. Additionally, he's the EAQG sector lead, as well as the lead for the IAQG Operations Council and the EAQG Early Careers Program. And just recently, Nino has also accepted the position of the vice chair for the IAQG Standards Council. Welcome to the show, Nino. Hi, thank you, Susan. (laughs) Nice to speak with you. Nice to speak with you, too. So, Nino, to help our listeners understand how the IAQG is structured, it's broken down into three geographic areas. You have the AAQG in the Americas, the APAQG representing Asia-Pacific countries, and then we have the EAQG. So can you tell our listeners, what is the geographic reach for the EAQG? So the EAQG is called the European sector. Indeed, we cover all the, okay, proper European community, plus the UK, potentially also Africa sits within the the area of the EAQG, but we are member from the, from the East, Israel, Turkey, and also we have members from Russia currently in order to abide by the sanctions that are in place due to the war. They are suspended. They are mon- we are monitoring the situation and we hope to have a quick resolution and restore our global reach and contribution from all the members. That sounds like it's a variety of countries and people and cultures and dialect. So... How did you all come together? What's the origin of the EAQG? I mean, Europe is, is not small. No, of course. Maybe in terms of variety, being only in Europe, a lot of countries, a lot of, of companies, even very relevant companies all, all together. We joined in the, in the formation of IAQG as European countries and companies uh, together with the Asian, but we wanted to, in this organization of sectors, we wanted to respect the peculiar cultural and, and also industrial situation of each of the sectors. That's the reason why I think in IAQG, we are trying to, of course, act globally, but have a strong presence locally within the sectors in order to provide one close possibility to get in touch with the association and this even more in the European sector, maybe in the European sector, we started with the idea of involving not just the big OAM, the big companies, groups like, just to mention Boeing or Airbus or Leonardo, I belong to, but also small companies to hear the voice of small, medium enterprises that, after all, are the backbone of the aerospace and defense supply chain. So we are doing our own best to improve the quality in the supply chain, and they are absolutely relevant for our vision. And therefore, we started in Europe, indeed, creating even special category of membership that we called the affiliate. And in this way, allowing the members not to necessarily fulfill all the commitment requirements. It means providing a number of experts or so no, or things like that. We are open 
also to small enterprises. And indeed, we have among our members, even small enterprises, I mean 100 people, okay, but very relevant and significant for what we are trying to do. They joined because they joined the, in order to benefit of this network and providing us their point of view. This is something that is very effective, proved to be very effective. Now we have half and half some 20 something, what we call associate and full members. So the ones that are relatively bigger and in the position to to fulfill the requirements, provide an effort, okay, in terms of, of participation and membership and so on. But we have also 20, 21 affiliate and among the affiliate, in order to touch, to involve as much as possible, we also admitted, starting also this from Europe, the trade associations. So the trade associations bring with themselves a large number of companies in Europe. So the reach of the IAQG through EAQG, I think is extremely, extremely ample, extremely, extremely wide. Considering also the diversity that you mentioned in terms of languages, in terms of countries, in terms of also even competition between the, com the companies and uh, that we have, it's quite, I would say, a complex and a very articulated environment. Yeah. So how, yes, and inclusive with all of those organizations and that affiliate membership being able to, that's the one thing I've noticed in the past year, you've really flourished constantly being able to look for new opportunities and new memberships have really come out of the EAQG. So how are you streamlining the efforts? There's so many um, different countries with different regulatory issues and, and this is about them. How do we streamline that? How are you working with the individual countries and the organizations and the trade affiliations to make sure that we're all doing things consistently and harmonizing? Yeah, we have, as the other sector, we rely on a flow of meetings that we arrange twice a year as the other sector. And those are the opportunity we recently, with the next one in, in Bordeaux, we are going to enlarge even a period of days in order to have meetings again in Europe. So in a way that is easy to be reached by all the members, even smaller. And so we created a layer of participation that is consistent with the bigger international meetings, but we are trying to create a local, local, I mean, European, <laughs> in this sector. When you say local, of course, someone could smile because when I say local, it's a wide local, a local opportunity. Very recently, the latest decision we, we made is, you know, the PSCI, the team that is an, an international team, the PSCI. By the way, I'm the sponsor. I'm the happy sponsor. Proud of being the sponsor of the PSCI. But at the PSCI, we created a network for the PSCI to foster the use of the SCMH, to bring into the PSCI the requirements that come from Europe, also from these small companies. So we are creating something that gives the opportunity to get in touch with the global initiatives of the association, even working from a local point of view. Of course, the consistency is fundamental and it's really paramount, paramount importance, the communication, because we increased the expectation of being aware of what is happening. This is the first step. 
when you have so many members and you have involved so many professionals, you also take the commitment that, okay, I will let you know what is happening in the most clear, easy way possible. And uh, this is the strategy of the IAQG. This is the way we can contribute. And uh, these are the opportunities also, because we are substantially, what we do is based on, on volunteers. And so we try to offer in these opportunities in the easiest way possible. And uh, so we have this kind of, we call them general meetings. General assembly is the one at IAQG level. General meeting is the EAQG, being local level. And we have an executive committee made of the full members in, uh, in Europe. We recently decided to increase the meetings of the executive committee in order to have a, a clock that is even, let me say, higher in order to all follow and if possible, even drive the, the, the evolution that IAQG is having. You notice that in this period, IAQG is doing a lot of things. There are a lot of new projects and the results and achievements that we expect in, in, the, in the near future. And therefore, the European sector is trying to give its contribution to be actively involved in all these things. Something that could be worth mentioning, for example, is the, the, the SDO initiative where we are, let me changing, let me say changing our habits because we are going to work with a single SDO at IAQG global level. This means that in the European sector, we will no any longer work with our local European standard development organization to publish the standards. And while converging with all the association into the American one, we are very active in the common process that we are going to follow. Yes. And that is, that's part of the organization that you just became the vice chair of the IAQG Standards Council. So moving quickly into that realm, why go to a single SDO, single distribution? One of the things that I read is streamlining, making sure we get things to market faster. Would you agree with that? Yes. When I said that we have to, to think globally and act locally, in the past, we were a bit too much in the, in the QG, local in the way we published, distributed, managed the standard and delivered our value to the industry. This brought having different, I mean, SDO, Standard Development Organization, publishers, essentially, of our standard. That brought, let me say, a non-consistent time to market in the different areas of the world, a lot of bureaucracy, something that was really complicated to manage. It took years to have a standard published in certain countries compared to others. And then we recognized within the, the IAQG that streamlining this process, relying on a single provider, it's, it's, a, it's a partner, but is essentially a service provider for us. Could have helped a lot in being timely, shortening our time to market. And indeed, this is what we are doing. What is a create? It's a change program. It's a change project. And so it has to be managed with all the, the care of, of a change in, a, in all the organization. 
And this is a challenge that we tackled recently in, in Europe and in the recent two, the couple of months, we did it. We worked a lot, very actively. We on purpose, I launched a team of European companies to contribute in the, the description of the new process, following the, the, the principle that the one that has to change more are the one that has to design the new, the new, the new process. And this is what we are, we are doing. So change. And one of the things that I know you're also extremely passionate about, not only change in the process, but change in the people. And for the most, one of the things I want to talk about is your passion for the early careers program. How are we bringing new people into the IAQG? Yeah, we started, to be honest, we, we started in 2018 before the COVID. And it showed the potential asking the companies to identify, yes, early career with high potential, clever, but still, let me say, not tamed by the, by the companies. After a certain number of years, you lose that original energy that brings you to be, you are a bit rebellious. You are asking yourself why companies are so restrictive. So, okay, injecting this kind of, of resources in our association brought already in 2018 a benefit in terms of energy to change. Then we had the COVID and we resumed that project and in the Americas and in Europe. And yeah, I'm personally involved. I'm very happy to, to be the, the sponsor, the mentor and trying to bring them, first of all, they started in this, this June, first of all, to understand what we are, but without explaining too much. We did a lot, and you, you know it very well, in terms of communication, in terms of how we are perceived, our site, the website, and everything. So the first challenge for this every career is see how suitable we are for digital native generation people. What do you understand about that? So without giving them a lot of guidance material, we are challenging Europe them to, to get their own perception of what we are. So this is also a benchmark, but it's a way to test how much attractive we are for this kind of resources, how we are perceived by this kind of resources. And then I'm very happy to say that some of them already volunteered to join teams and to start working actively. And this is a great result because injecting new resources, yes, we can, we can ensure that the future of the, of the organization, it's clear that as any other company, we need to have succession plan and we need to have rockets. We need to have high potential resources. The fact that they are maybe less expert, less mature in the, in the, in the, in the quality matter compared to, to others, in my opinion, they can bring a lot of sometimes even provocation in what we do. It's difficult to think that quality can stay the same when all the rest of the world is changing. And uh, I personally think, and all the association started moving in that direction that we'll have to look for 
an IAD level of diversity. Diversity, not just as we are in Europe, diversity of countries, languages, but also in terms of knowledge and disciplines. We, we need to be attractive for those that can help companies to deliver highest level of quality in product and services. And of course, they are quality guys, but not just quality guys. People from, from engineering, people from manufacturing, people from a lot of functions, including finance, dealing with the cost of non-quality is something that quality very often try to do, but without mm -hmm. involving the finance guy, you don't go very far. And so this is a, this is the in that has the objective to create diversity in age, experience, discipline, and of course, a country, language, and everything and everything. The, and managing that diversity is really great. I think it's gotta be so much fun. And I loved what you said, quality. You cannot have quality stay the same when the rest of the world changes. What we're doing all across the board, whether we're talking about our people and early careers program, the SDO with going from three different publication distribution houses to one, I mean, we are changing, we are evolving. What are some of the things I know that you just had a leadership meeting and you're planning for tomorrow. Are there other things that you wanted to touch on in terms of some of the other initiatives for change that you're really looking forward to getting involved in and, and making that happen? I think that we had such a, a strong effort in changing, in launching new things in IAQG. You mentioned some of them, but you are, you know, very well, the, the, such digital, a <laughs> the digital transformation that has been really a transformation in our yeah. processes, in our way of thinking. We are still in the position now to exploit the benefit and to bring the potential of it yeah. uh, to the extent we are looking for. And so in my opinion, now it's time to strengthen, someone uses the, the term ecosystem. So, so mm -hmm. With all the things that now we have, including AIMM, the maturity, the maturity model, that is substantially a new product line, a new way for, for AKG to provide value, to offer value to our stakeholders. We have now to strengthen all those things together and uh, even more than in the past, uh, what we are doing as a global value proposition in order to fulfill the requirements of our stakeholders, starting from ourselves, starting mm -hmm. from ourselves, because our company are as members are the first stakeholders of the, of the association. And therefore I wouldn't say that we need to do anything new. We have done a lot of new things, but we have to strengthen to make the all the system more robust with all the things that we have done. So I mean, the organization, the way of working, the SDO offers opportunity, but we have to be in a position to exploit that. So let's see now the real time to market that we can have. For sure, we don't want to be perceived, if any, this happened as a huge association with a lot of processes, providing, of course, reliable, very well, uh, stable standards, but taking the, no, we want to be definitely more dynamic. And so it's time to use all the tools, the systems, the things that we have 
we put in order to be effective. Yeah. Showcase the value, take care of the people, move forward. Yeah. So before we go, I had to ask one more question. How about you, Nino? What got you involved in the IAQG? I know you've been remember. around for a while. <laughs> yeah. I've been around for, for a while. I started was uh, 2014. So I was, I'm not among the, uh, the founders, the, the real old first ones. <laughs> okay. I joined a bit late. Leonardo, Leonardo that was before in Mechanica uh, as a company, stayed within the, the, the original group of the founders of the, of the ADQG. I, I worked in my career for IT, business process improvement, then quality. What I have as a background brought me in some way quite naturally toward the networks, benchmarking networks, activities like that. And so when then the electronic business of, of Leonardo joined the EQG, I was very happy well, to, be, to be selected as the, the representative. Then Leonardo became the idea of being a single company, no single operative company where before Finmechanica was a financial cluster of companies. And so being in a single company, we also became a single member, one member in the IAQG. And I even more proud that <laughs> I was the representative in that. And so my career in, in IAQG and my involvement grew together with the changes in my company. And that, therefore, I strongly believe in the idea of integrating, of sharing, of getting the best from what we do in the AQG, involving my colleagues with internal networks in the company. We discussed many times about among the, 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 the member representatives of what we do in order to keep our companies involved aware to avoid the, the, the risk of being isolated then. And this implies a double, so you have to work internally and in the, the IAQG. So what I do in the IAQG is the mirror of what I then do in the, in the, in the company. And I think that that is extremely satisfies me a lot. That's yeah. wonderful. Well, thank you, Nino. I really appreciate the time. Delighted that we had this chance to talk and, and shine some light on, on what the EAQG is doing in, in the world of the IAQG, what you've been working on and, and some of the things that are still to come. So best yeah. of luck with all of the initiatives. Thank you so much, Susan. Ciao. Thank you. Ciao. Well, this has been Susan Matson, and you've been listening to the IAQG Quality Horizon. Until next time, stay safe. Thank you for tuning in to the Quality Horizon a product of the International Aerospace Quality Group. Mm -hmm.